1: Are we are be talking about if the interest rate really matters before we do that though let's talk about your mail i'll make this real quick and easy for you today guys uh because you know we love rocket print and mail and the spring sale is going on right now actually today is the very last day for it you've had it all week and uh, if you haven't gotten your mail yet you need to give them a call they've got great rates going on it's an awesome sale um so get out there get it done that way you can start making some money
0: Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday. Whoa, saving money already for these folks listening in, and I love it. It's what we do. We get them the best, get them the cheapest. Make them help, some, make them some money. That's always the plan. Yeah, we're going to... I'm excited about this weekend. We're going to an area that we buy and sell property in, and there's going to be us going to be crammed in like some sardines in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Um, going to Broken
1: Bow. Yeah. I've never been before just to hang out. I haven't either. And I'm not really sure exactly
0: what you do, but we do have a... We just hang out. We light a fire. We play some games. That's what we do. Maybe hike. Maybe go look at the river. Yeah, I know. Sarah
1: wanted to do a canoeing, kayak thing, maybe. Cool. Yeah. I'm uh, easy.
0: Put me on a raft. Yeah. I'll bring some floaties for the little one. Um, But it's
1: a one cabin. Yeah. 22 people. Yeah. Four families. Five five families. One, two, three. Four. Yeah, five. Yep. Most of them are kids. Mostly kids,
0: right? Twelve kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, Eleven of them under the age of ten. Are you insane, my friend? <laughs> insane. Are we insane? I don't know. I think it's going to be great. It'll make some core memories for those little ones. And I think the cool thing for me is that Broken Bow is kind of the upper echelon of the dream recreational, like bass boat property is like a couple years ago, it was, I say 10 year ago, broke go, oh, it's a nice little cabin in the woods. That's what everybody thought about. Now, Broken Boat is lodges and just Airbnbs and like this getaway place. It is like the bass boat property on steroids, if you will. And we get to see it. And mm-hmm. it, it, I think it's cool for me because this is what we've talked about buying and selling and doing and getting these dreams to people out there. And it ends up with that. But that's not yep. what we're talking about today. Okay. we're not talking about that we're not talking about just living a good life and and going to cabins and whatnot we're talking about interest rates something so boring that it's probably not going to be a great show
1: well it'll get them thinking if, I, it, if you go with the topic the way we talked about it at lunch yeah then, it, then it'll get them thinking
0: i agree i agree so does the interest rate really really matter and i and and i i want to frame this up because when we talk interest rates when i say that to you and, I, and you did the same thing you're like well yeah Fucking matters because if I if I said hey Adam, a hundred grand, one twenty five percent interest, you can use that money. What what do you what do you say?
1: Yeah, it almost sounded like you said one
0: twenty five percent interest. No, I wouldn't charge you <laughs> that much, yeah. bud. But twenty five percent interest for a hundred grand, what would you say? Well, on face value, I'd say yeah, yeah right. <laughs> You're freaking crazy, dude. Yeah. The predator lending <laughs> and all that stuff. But well, and and where we come from, this and want to explain it out a little bit. So I guess it depends on why you need the money. So, as investors, which all of you are, he listen here. If you're here for just pure entertainment, you're probably my wife, my mom, Adam's mom. You're you're not you're not an investor. The the, the three listeners we have that aren't investors. But if you are here for investing, you you know you have opportunity to use other people's money. And the reason we say this is making in kind of the the backstory is if you're going to approach your friends and family about money, whether you offer them 10 percent or 25, you know getting that money from them helps them out, but it's at an annualized rate. So that $100,000, if you came to a normal JV person and they say they want 50% of the profit and it's a $200,000 property, they're taking 50 grand from you. If you sold that property in four months and they charged you a 25% rate, must still my math still right? Or I, I, three months and you had 25% rate, it cost you six grand. Yeah. Yeah. Your math is right. I'm just wondering if we should break it down even more. So I'll, I'll, let me,
1: Let's say you have a property you can buy for a hundred thousand mm-hmm. that you know is worth two hundred thousand. Yeah. If you go to a normal JV person like Plum, yep. if Plum funded that, yep. they would put up the hundred, y'all split it, Plum would take fifty thousand dollars. Yep. And you would make fifty thousand dollars. So in that scenario, it cost you fifty grand almost. For th- to th- get th- for that deal. For that, to get that money, make that mm-hmm. deal. Now, what you just said on top of that, well, the other part of that was same deal you buy it for a hundred grand but but justin says yeah i'll give you the hundred thousand dollars but i'm charging you 25 percent interest yeah annualized well at face value you go 25 percent interest holy shit no way he's crazy right but you break that down annually annualized Uh uh-huh it's roughly two thousand a month yep just call it easy numbers now you know the average deal sells in 90 days yeah 900 days days, right so that's six thousand dollars in payments Mm -hmm. you sold it for 200 grand now you made $94,000 profit. only cost you
0: $6,000. 100%.
1: Now, now, at that point, do you balk at the 25% interest, or do you go, well, hell yeah, I take that deal every day?
0: Yeah, and that's the fun part about this is we get to live in hindsight. You get to live following our journeys where we look back and shit and go, uh-huh, huh. Maybe I've been looking at this wrong. Maybe my perception or I get hung up on face value and I'm not walking back through the deal to see what it costs. And this, this kind of comes up like all of our podcast topics too through various conversations and people talking about a point here, a point there. And does it really matter if it's 8% interest or 6.5% interest right now in this environment when you're talking about a loan that's only out for less than a year? It's out six six months. at tops. Does it really matter?
1: Yeah, because that's where I was going to go next. It's like, well thinking back and through myself and yourself and other people I've known, like how many people, if you, do you know that have kept a property for over a year, man, it's probably a pretty slim
0: number. If, if I take out subdivide stuff right now, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I don't have any inventory that's over a year old right now. I think very rarely. So give it, I'm going to say thousand properties, bought. I bet I've only held counting and this is counting subdivide stuff too. Maybe five individual tracks over a year. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So let's just say, going back to that example, if it you held it for one year, yeah, you paid that full twenty five percent interest. It's twenty five grand, but you still made seventy five thousand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you still did way better than you would have had you JV'd. Yeah. So I and yeah.
1: I know. I don't know if I want this thing to turn into like yeah, take any interest you get, right? Yeah. But when you when you flip the script and you think of it that way.
0: Yeah, does, it does. does make a big difference. Yeah, and so when you ask the question, does interest really matter? It does. It, you would never do 25% annualized on a 30-year note. No. Like, it wouldn't work. You you would just go stupid. And, you know, does interest matter on one of your owner finance deals that you go out, whether it's a point here or a point there? Whether it's 8.9 or 11.9, does it affect your overall? Yeah, it does, especially if it's amortized out. So the amortiz- it's the amortization that really makes the difference here. As the investor... Does quick money really work if it's at a higher interest rate? Yeah, if you can get in and get out. Yes, you want it for as – if you need the money, you need to get it. But it doesn't really matter in the scheme of things if it's a 90- or 100-day loan. If it's annualized interest, you could 20%, 25% be fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, looking at it that way, I would take that every
0: time. Yeah, I I love the hindsight piece that we can look back at the deal and go, oh, my gosh, did did this cost me a deal or two in the past, or was there another way to make money? And I and I go back to just thinking through like apartment syndications, and I'm saying, oh yeah, you get a, I got one right now that's like first year is a 4.9 preferred rate, and I'm like, oh. that's less than inflation right now. <laughs> but it, and so should I should I have that 150,000 or 200,000 dollars on the dirt road and cut, instead of I'm using a pun oh. instead of being on the street? Should I have it in the dirt road as as loan money and loan it out at 20% annualized? As long as I keep it working, I'm making more money. If I keep it working half the time. I made 12 and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm beating that. I, so, all that I do is work it for a quarter, and I still made more money than I did in the syndication, minus tax de- depreciation mm-hmm. and all that, but just, you know, straight dollar for dollar off the interest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When you think about interest, like, you just maybe think about interest when the syndicator does it. Like, how, I don't know if they, like, how hard do they have to hold a straight face when they try and hype you up for 4.9% interest? Preferred.
0: Oh, yeah. But, you know, our, our record is this, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, Sometimes it's in the fine print because you look at the the anticipated IRR and I look at like the two X or the three X. Is it a two X deal? Or is it is it a one point eight? Is it you know is it the IRR estimated to be this? But you know it's come apparent in the current market that a lot of syndicators are are they they're running on the edge and and that's because they don't have the cash reserves in the runway and they have these notes that are three to five years that they have to be financed back out and they have their interest rates climbing. So does when you're when you're building a business off a cap rate and you have this thin margin that you're trying to keep and then all of a sudden your interest rate doubles, you know it goes from three and a half to to five or six or eight percent what you're seeing some of these, and their cap that they bought is expiring and they're having to come up with another thirty or forty thousand dollars to buy that interest down, that's scary. Mm
1: -hmm. I know they they say too that. Your payments, you know, your uh, monthly distribution mm-hmm. is accum- accumulating. Mm-hmm. But if they have to take that money that's accumulating and buy down cap rates,
0: mm-hmm. where does their money go? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is the uh, when I when I look at that, that's where I go. Well, that's investing. You know, that's the <laughs> risk we take, and that's why you want to have experienced operators. And you know, if if we came out and said, "Hey, I'll give twenty five percent return on anybody that gave me money right now," To put in a subdivide. We'd have people lining up all day, every day, wherever. And having that conversation, they'd be like, Oh, shit, I'm making 25% over here. But as the operator, does it make sense or does it not? And like we said, in hindsight, some of these deals, it makes perfect sense to pay that money and just move on. It's ease. You can have your money in a better deal. You could have your money out creating more marketing. As long as you have that capital turning back there, you have that capital stack back there that keep making money. So interest does matter. On certain assets, yeah. but in a quick flip or something like that, eh, it's not that big a deal. Yeah, when you look at it from
1: what we do, yeah, like everyone listening to this does, you know, it's it's one of the things you just gotta really look at the numbers. I mean, I think in the example that we gave, six grand, yeah, to make ninety four,
0: yeah, who wouldn't do it? Yeah. I think what we run into, though, because I've tracked this down for the last couple of years, I've wanted to put together a nationwide hard money thing. And when I set up the calls to get it all lined up, I couldn't put it all together at one time um, to go nationwide like I wanted to through Plum. But, you know, looking at it, it's it makes so much sense for a lot of people's business. But does the person buying the or bringing the deal that there's asking for the capital, do they have the bandwidth to cover interest payments monthly? If it was an interest-only loan, can they can they do that? And I think a lot of them do. It'd be a lot easier to swallow two thousand dollars a month versus hey, I'm I have twenty-five grand or thirty grand I need to put up, or maybe it's a hundred grand. So Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, I I started immediately thinking about uh, Jora, the last job I ever had. Yeah. That's what we did. We we're predatory lenders, <laughs> you know.
0: We're not predatory in our asset class. At all. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no.
1: I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm with you. The company I was with. I mean, that's what they did. They, they gave thousand
0: dollar loans. They charged four hundred eighty percent interest. Jesus <laughs> was it, was it really a four hundred eighty percent interest, or was it a, because um, of the way the payback structure was, it turned out to be a four hundred eighty percent return for Jora? No, no, no. They signed on the
1: paper that said they were paying. They knew that they were paying 480 percent interest before they got the money. Really? Yeah. Wow. but it, I never knew that. It but didn't that, matter because they these people needed that $1,000 to cover um, their bill. And then the payment that they had to make back was so cheap in their head because they're not looking to find print. They're going, well, I need $1,000 right now. And yeah, I can afford, a, a, I don't know if they ever caught this part, but it was weekly $49 payments or $50 payments.
0: Right?
1: Okay. 80% and 85% of our loans defaulted within six weeks. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But because we had made so much up front, by the time we sold the debt on the back, we were making profit. Okay. Yeah, we would sell like million dollar um, packages packages for seventy grand, and we were making money.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Hand over fist too. Yeah.
1: You know. Um, it's crazy to yeah. me. So, but, but anyway, you made me think of that, dude, because essentially the difference between them and a hard money lender and setting up in each individual state, mm-hmm. it's not like you just open up the doors and say, okay, we can lend everywhere. You got to do something different in every single state. Yeah. I
0: could, I could, yeah, that's what, and that's what my my, original, my my original strong piece was. And you hear hard money lenders like, oh yeah, we work the state in the state, that's, and we know the ins and out of that. And yeah, some of that's knowing the market, but it's uh, you know, I just want to be this guy that has this big bag of money that gives it to people for assets that gets a piece back yeah. on it, and that's good assets for good people that make make great money, and I just get a little piece. That's my dream. Well, I little, like that dream. I want a bag of money just sitting next to me, and I'm just <laughs> handing out. Here's you a hundred. Here's you a hundred. And like I said at lunch, figure out a way to do that. Yeah. Cover the bills. Yeah. And have money going back every month. Yeah. The American dream. And not pay taxes. Not pay taxes. Have a little <laughs> money to live on every month passively and uh, and have a little money going to savings. Yep. And that's the American dream. Give you my notice right now for whenever I hit that date. Notice? <laughs> yeah, whenever I hit that date. <laughs> I got to find a new co-host? <laughs> well, yep. here we go. <laughs> that's it. Dude. I'm not saying that's
1: going to be next week. I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying when, when that day comes. Awesome.
0: Know. Well, I wish you all the luck in finding the American dream, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Let's wrap it up. Uh, just a little thing. You got the, again, You just to reiterate what you said earlier, this is the last day for Rocket Print and Mail. Get your order in. Get your sale price. Lock it in for the the springtime. And then you and me both will be out of office for next week, kind of taking a little breather and vacation time.
1: Yep, that's right. So uh, no show next
0: Friday. No, no yep, show? No two enough. weeks from now. All right. Cool. We'll see you in a couple weeks, guys. All right. See you
1: all. Oh, oh, all right. As always, do a favor, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening, like, review, and subscribe. So, appreciate it. Love you. See you in two weeks. See you guys.